Welcome to the Teenage Daydream Podcast. I'm Jet. And I'm Jen. And we are on season four, episode 13 of the OC. We're literally three episodes away from the end. It's literally just one of those things like when we started and we were like, oh my god, there's 92 episodes. Like that's never, like we're never going to get there. Um, Here we are. And then we're going to do One Tree Hill next. Like, <laughs> Oh, that one's actually going to be unending. It's 189 or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's extremely long. It's well, going to take like, us several years. Well, and then like Dawson's Creek, I think, is five or six seasons. Gossip yeah, Girls, even like that. Like, there's so many. Like... Yeah. What we didn't realize is that we were starting with the shortest one. <laughs> Which, like, maybe was good. Yeah. So we're going to, we're starting with the shortest and then we're going to jump to the longest. <laughs> kind of you know pull ourselves back from there yeah because i don't think anything else ran longer than one tree hill no no i also just like i just the problem is that i want to do all the shows i i know i want to do one tree hill i want to do dustin's creek i want to do gossip grill like like i want to do them all right now (laughs) one day because i keep like remembering something that happened or like seeing a picture and then it's like Pacey and you're like yes Pacey I know I can't wait to get to Dawson's Creek <laughs> and I've been watching like way too many Sebastian Stan movies and now I'm just like I want to watch Gossip Girl yeah and like last year like super pandemic styles he like watched a bunch of Gossip Girl and was like making like an Instagram video and it's so fucking hilarious oh my god complete tangent to anyone who has not watched like Sebastian Stan Instagram quarantine videos you like you have an assignment. <laughs> you that have means homework. I have an assignment because I have not watched these. Oh my god, there's a whole bunch, and there's one that's literally just like him like losing his mind and like scrubbing and cleaning everything and singing. It's like actually like go watch them and then you need to message me later. <laughs> Amazing. That's but yeah, then there's hilarious. one where he's like watching a bunch of Gossip Girl and just like cheering for because he's like friends with uh, what's his face um Nate in real life because they were in like movies oh. or something together. I think. But yeah, so yeah, like just, I just want to watch all of the teen dramas that we talk about all the time. I just want to watch them all, all the time. I know. See, what we really need is just an entire production company where all we get to do all day yes. is podcast, and then we can run shows consecutively. Yeah. Because we'll have time. Monday, recording One Tree Hill. Tuesday, <laughs> Dawson's Creek. Wednesday, exactly. you know. Exactly. <sighs> Goals. But yeah. for now... We will head back to Kevin Sorbo, as we have yeah. a, case, a case of the Franks today. Yep. Which means that Frank, a.k.a. Ryan's dad... Mm-hmm. Wait, let me rephrase that. Ryan's biological dad. Yes. Sandy Cohen is Ryan's dad. Yeah, he um, is. Clearly it has something to do with him. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Especially since he showed up again in the last episode, and yeah, just I know. Anyway, <laughs> anywho, where do we start? Where do we even begin? We begin in the pool house, I believe. Sure. Oh yeah, Ryan and Taylor. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because Ryan's all like, mm, I don't think we should do anything for Valentine's Day because I don't want to put too much pressure on this relationship. And Taylor's like, um, this is the worst idea you've ever had. <laughs> Why would we not do anything for Valentine's Day? Well, I'm like, I was so torn because in my head I was like, okay, if, even if it's a new relationship, like Valentine's Day is always the one day. But at the same time, I was like, Ryan's kind of making a good point. Like, it hasn't been that long and they've clearly had already, like, a roller coaster. They've had a lot of up and downs. So I, I just kind of, neither of them were wrong. And I was a little bit more Team Ryan, just saying. Agreed. 100% agreed. <laughs> also, though, like, maybe that's just because I've never really cared about Valentine's Day. Also true. Um, unless it means me getting chocolate. Um, <laughs> so it's only use in my eyes. Yeah. Well, because, like, they both make really good points. Because he's like, I'm yes. like emotionally distant and she's like and i'm a needy stalker it's like yeah maybe that's why you shouldn't then be like yeah jumping into the most romantic like you know quote unquote most romantic holiday of the year (laughs) (laughs) yeah um 
Yeah, basically Ryan's like, this is a recipe for disaster. So, no. Yeah. Um. But then Taylor's getting all, like, suspicious about this address she sees on his dresser. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's like, it's nothing. Don't worry about it. Like, yeah. please just let it go. Which, of course, she does not. No, of course she steals the address and goes of course. to the address. And this is all before our California theme song. Yes. <laughs> she steals the address and goes to the place. Knocks on the door. And obviously, obviously, it's where Frank is. Yeah. Like, who else would it be? Mm-hmm. Not the girl that she was like, you know, no, he's not cheating on you. It's nothing like that. Which, obviously, like, who on dad. earth would he be cheating on her with? Like, right. he barely wanted to have any relationship at all. He doesn't know anyone else in Newport. Also that. Despite like, he has two friends. Being married for, like, four years. Like, there's... Right. <laughs> He has two friends, and they are Seth and Summer. Yeah. So I guess, like, three, technically, if you count Taylor. And, like, the furthest you could go out at this point is, like, Caitlin, and, like, that's not going to happen. Right. And, like, right. the other one doesn't exist anymore. Right. <sighs> California. So. California. <laughs> but then we're back at the Mermaid Inn. Yes. We like... are. I know. I was so excited about that, too. I was like, oh, look at this throwback to the Mermaid Inn. I want to go to the Mermaid Inn. <laughs> right? I actually just really want to take pictures of the Mermaid Inn. I actually would really like to go to the Mermaid Inn as part of my tour of yes. American motels. Ooh, yes. Yeah. On our road trip? Yes. Yes. That's the one. <laughs> Where we road trip through the U.S. and stay at sometimes questionable motels. <laughs> and eat delicious diner food. Yes. And drive through the desert. Oh, man. Yeah, it's the dream. So Taylor and Frank are talking. They are. Obviously, yeah. Ryan hasn't visited. No. Because why would he? No. Like, ugh. But Frank's hilarious because he's like, why are you here? Like, what are you doing here? <laughs> fair. <laughs> Completely. It's a fair question. Completely fair. Yeah. Um. <laughs> But anyway, Taylor ends up having an idea of, like, she's like, obviously Ryan wants to reach out with you, because why else would he keep this address? Mm-hmm. Uh, and she has an idea. She's going to get involved. Obviously, she's Taylor. She meddles. Yeah. Um, and Frank is like, are you sure about this? <laughs> like, <laughs> you are fully putting yourself on the line of fire here. Like, <laughs> you might be sacrificing yourself to the, I don't even know. <laughs> oh, man, I know. Oh, Taylor is a braver person than I am. <laughs> um, and of course, obviously, she's already concocting a plan. So, yeah. Meanwhile, mm. meanwhile, Kirsten is having like little flashbacks. Yes. While she's eating her second breakfast of French toast. <laughs> but you see, like, like what's obviously meant to be Kirsten and Jimmy Yes. back in the day in the diner that we know and love. Yep. <laughs> um, and there's like some kind of breakup happening there. Yep. Man. Yeah. But then they start talking about when uh, Kirsten was pregnant, was pregnant with, with Seth. Seth and how yeah. all she could eat was peanut butter and jam sandwiches. And that was when Seth Sandy became such a sandwich artiste. So cute. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh and then we find out that they tried to have a second child after mm-hmm. Seth but yeah. she had trouble getting pregnant Yeah. but oh but then it's really cute because Kirsten ends up saying something about how like they did end up with their second it just mm-hmm. took a little longer than they expected and I was like oh Ryan <laughs> Ryan yes Uh, then we head over to (laughs) Julian Bullet, and Bullet's like giving her all these roses, and he's like, "Well, now that you're my wife," and she's just like, "We're, we're not married. Nope. We're only like like, conditionally engaged-ish." Yeah. (laughs) Well, and like he's like fully trying to talk her into into it. Like, there's gonna be no prenup. Like, I booked dinner at the yacht club and our room. (laughs) Well, because he flat out says, like, you know. 
I didn't make $900 million, like, by backing down. Oh, by the way, no prenup. And you're like, oops. There's literally not yeah. a person in his life that would let that happen. <laughs> right? Like, he would be deemed incompetent by lawyers before someone would, before lawyers would allow him to not have a prenup. Right? <laughs> Especially with Julie Cooper's track record. I know. The last one died while she was trying to kill him. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, she changed her mind about that. She did. She wasn't actually going to kill Caleb. No. (sighs) But yeah, then they get talking about going to the Four Seasons and having sex and being old-fashioned or something in in like a kinky way. And you're just like, hmm. No. Yes, I believe he uses the phrase I can't wait to take you down to Chinatown and I was like, what? Yeah, especially cuz like that just makes me think of the movie Chinatown and like that's not a happy movie. <laughs> um for many reasons and for people who have not seen Chinatown, I'm not going to say it because I have not seen Chinatown. Uh yeah, let's mm, yeah. It like super good. Totally you should see it, but like <laughs> There's a bit of a twist at the end, and you're like, okay. All right. That would then, like, make me... So anyway, I don't know what this phrase means. I know. Like, is it just, like, some old man, like, rhyming, like, ooh, down, down, down. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't like it, though. No. I immediately was like, ooh, what? I know. Gross. And not in, like, old man can't be attractive way. It's just, like, bullets just not an attractive person. Yes. Like, mostly personality-wise, to be honest. Yes. Um, Absolutely. Because, you know, like, you get Daniel I mean, Craig, you're like, all, George he's Clooney saying that it's different, but, ugh, yeah, no. <laughs> Just, no. But thankfully, Caitlin comes in. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she saves the day. Yeah. I do, as much as I find the way Bullet is with Julie a little bit gross sometimes, yes. I think he and Caitlin are adorable absolutely adorable so they're going to play ping pong because apparently they just play ping pong together yeah and he's always calling her peanut in this really cute way (laughs) oh it's just i know yeah and then julie kind of gets emotional Mm. yeah 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 my god and then he caitlin asked to drive the ferrari and at first he's like no and then he ends up agreeing he's like here go start it up and i was like oh my god does she even have her license? I don't know what license rules are in California. No, I mean, like, I guess she maybe could have, like, a learner's if they have that, but we definitely established... She's 15. Yes, the last episode, like, Ryan, like, there's multiple mentions of her being 15. Yes. So, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Truly, in retrospect, as now an adult human being... <laughs> In at least, you know, on paper, in some respects. Um, It is truly wild to me that we allow 16-year-olds to get behind the wheel of a car. Like, we just let that happen. Yeah. I think it's fully motivated by parents not wanting to drive their children around. Absolutely. Because that's deranged. (laughs) Have you met teenagers? Ugh, they're the worst. (laughs) Oh, man. Cannot believe it. Anyway. (laughs) Anywho. Yes. Um, what happens next? We end up at the beach mall. Yes, that's right. The pier mall. The boardwalk mall. Summer's going on about the otters. Yeah, something about urchin and kelp and how if, oh no, yeah, if they lose the sea otters, then like the urchin take over and then that takes over the kelp and it's a whole thing and there's some kind of like website, like she, oh, she started her own website and she's been doing like video conferences yes. with people. Yeah. So she's like getting things going. Yeah. Which like very quickly too, because the last episode was Groundhog Day, so February 2nd. Yeah. And it's not Valentine's Day yet. No. So it's been less than two weeks. <laughs> so in 2007, Summer whipped up a website in like a week. <laughs> That's pretty impressive. Like what kind of website building 
apparatuses did you have back in the day? I mean, maybe did WordPress just... exist? How old is WordPress? I don't know. But I mean, maybe it was just easier because you didn't have it all the been. extra stuff. It was yeah, literally it's just entirely possible. You know, super dot matrix style or something. Yeah, I mean, she's very resourceful. Mm-hmm. So also very true. Yeah. But they start talking about Valentine's Day. Yeah, which and... she fully forgot about. <laughs> yeah. And then they come across a psychic. Random mall psychic. Yes. <laughs> My God. <sighs> Who, like, is doing this for free, apparently? Yeah, I guess so. Now that you've said that out loud. Because, yeah, she immediately, like, clocks Seth. She's like, Rhode Island. But next... And you're studying art. But next mm-hmm. year... You know, and it's just like, wait, what? And I get yeah. they probably do that little bit to like suck you in to then like pay for an actual, um, right? Like session to like learn more and like whatever. But what else was I watching that had a psychic recently? Oh, right, my new favorite movie. That's what I'm getting. I'm distracting myself again by <laughs> movies. But before we go, it's just very everything that I would want to make in a movie, and I purposely keep not letting myself rewatch it for other reasons unknown to my brain. But I'm just like trying to keep it in that special little like a bubble of amazing oh i understand yeah yeah totally but the psychic then says that she has strong vibrations about summer and that Mm -hmm. like something she needs to be aware of falling objects yep and she's gonna meet the love of her life and his name is george Mm -hmm. (laughs) and also she's gonna appear on the news with justin timberlake yes (laughs) and then of course like while this happens like a skateboard like falls and almost hits yeah. summer and you're like uh-oh yeah and you can tell she's like totally freaking out about this whole love of her life situation yeah well yeah because the psychic is like no like this george is like your destiny yeah like it is george and she's like no this is my boyfriend seth <laughs> no. <laughs> i love though that this episode fully establishes that this psychic was legit yeah. <laughs> like, 100%. Psychics are real now. Yes. Absolutely. Yep. Why not? Why not? Um, oh, right. Then Taylor and Ryan go for dinner. Right. Jesus. <laughs> so he's suspicious because he's like, this is fancy dinner at a yacht club like how is this not romantically motivated yeah well he's very soon finds out how it's not romantically motivated (laughs) because frank's there yeah ryan's like what (laughs) (laughs) like uh can i talk to you for a minute in that classic taylor can i talk to you for a minute (laughs) yeah (laughs) well because like obviously he's a little bit irked by the whole thing right like he's like this is my business like yeah what are you doing yeah um which like i get totally but taylor manages to talk him into it so they all sit down to dinner of course yep and then oh <laughs> uh summer is talking to kirsten because Summer is making a collage of epic couples through time. Yes. And she wants to include Sandy and Kirsten Cohen. Oh. <laughs> it's so cute. So, like, they're looking through old pictures and they end up finding pictures of Kirsten and Jimmy mm-hmm. back in the day. Um, and so they end up having, like, a whole conversation where Summer wants to know if she ever thought, if Kirsten ever thought that Jimmy and her were meant to be together. And, like, how she knew that Sandy was the one. Yeah. Um, And Kirsten's so cute. Just, like, trying to reassure her and be like, you know, if it's meant to be with Seth, it'll happen. You just have to be patient. Yeah, because she, you know, like, she kind of says, you know, like, you know, I I thought Jimmy was the one. And, like, we kind of had, like, our life planned. Because it was, you know, he was going to work for her dad and blah, blah, blah. But, like, you know, you just have to be patient. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of. There's a little, like, because as they're talking, there's, like, the flashbacks of, like, right. you see Jimmy and Kirsten, but then you see Kirsten and Sandy at Berkeley. Yeah. Um, was that Sunnydale? Or, wait, you haven't seen Buffy. 
I have seen bits and pieces of Buffy. I saw season one of Buffy, and I don't remember why I didn't watch the rest of it. (laughs) Because I feel like... I don't have a reason for that. I had a moment where, like, I'm in my my notes, it's like, is that Sunnydale? I think the, like, Berkeley set might have been Sunnydale High. Oh, it was the same set? I love that. (laughs) I think so. I'm I'm obsessed with that. I'm pretty sure. Because it was enough that I was like, wait. (laughs) Amazing. I want to look that up. Right? (laughs) Yeah. We'll find out. Um... Yeah, so that's that's cute. Yeah. Um, Can we go back to oh the yacht god. club? Oh my god! <laughs> so they're all talking. Taylor is telling Frank about the fact that they don't have any Valentine's Day plans, and like, you know, Taylor's unhappy about it. Yeah, but she starts asking about like if there's any romance in Frank's life, and he's like, "Oh no, not really." And Taylor immediately is like, "Oh, you're in love." see it all over your face and then yeah. conveniently cue bullet and Julie. bullet shows up <laughs> and well and like he's talking to them a bit beforehand right he's yeah. like oh i thought you left like what's going on and then julie comes walking over well i also want to mention like bullet also is like oh yeah julie's in the washroom again like she's been Go like peeing all day long, something, something. There's a few things throughout this episode that Bullet alludes to that I am worried is going to turn into something in future episodes. Or they thought oh. about it and then didn't. Interesting. Because earlier they, there was like a very like Bullet makes a very specific thing about Julie being emotional a lot lately. And then here, again, he like makes this comment about her like going to the bathroom all the time. And I'm like, huh. is Julie pregnant? Interesting. I did not even pick up on that. It was just because it happened at least those two times. And like just right. enough and I was like, why would he say these things? This is a very good point. But then like, I can't remember if anything else happened in this episode. And I don't know about going forward. But I was just like, are this just like super weird writing? Or they really were going to do something and then like. Because at this point, we know that Julie and Frank have been together. For sure. So, anyway. They have their, like, awkward moment. And the second that Julie and Bullet leave, Taylor's like, oh my god, you love Julie Cooper. Yep. And then, I mean, to be to be fair, even Ryan noticed yeah. because uh, they weren't subtle. Yeah, you know, Ryan was like, uh, yeah, huh? Like, oh my god, yep but then I will say we cut to Ryan at work and talking about Julie and Frank and like how it's kind of weird and incestuous which is fair (laughs) but then he's like no like you know not Julie like he shouldn't be with Julie so you're like oh it's because you know like Ryan doesn't want that it's like no he actually he's like he's on Julie's side he wants someone better for Julie because he actually over these years now likes Julie so I like that. Yeah. But also still wild and crazy. Right? <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. Um. Kirsten's looking at pictures again. Right. That's right. <laughs> it's all like all kinds of pictures of like her and Jimmy. And then there's one picture. Oh, there's a really cute picture. <laughs> it's young Kirstie and Sandy, Sandy with Jimmy and Julie holding, obviously, Seth and Marissa. Yes. It's so cute. Oh, man. So good. So cute, but also, like, kind of sad because... Where did, where did Jimmy and Julie meet? I have absolutely no idea, and I was wondering that also. Because, like, if she was from like, Riverside, how? did she, like, purposely, like, move to Newport to try and, like, snag a man? Like, is that... I mean, I mean, that does seem like a Julie Cooper move. Right? Like, that tracks? Yeah. Fully. But I feel like I just can't remember if that was ever said. She's I got feel like... such an 80s look in this picture. It's amazing. Oh God, it's so, it's so good. <laughs> <sighs> and then there's, like, a little, like, party. <laughs> a little, yeah, like, throwback. Party. And it's totally... <laughs> stupid sweatshirt party. 
but Kirsten and Jimmy both have USC sweaters on. Yes. And as we know, Kirsten didn't go to USC. Nope. Interesting, interesting, interesting. So, oh my god. So she's looking at these pictures. Sandy comes in. Mm-hmm. And she like, closes up the box. Yeah. And he's telling her all about their reservation for Valentine's Day. And, you know, she's just yeah. like, oh, yeah, I was just looking at pictures of Seth as a baby. Like. But then Kirsten. leaves the picture of yeah. her and Jimmy on top. Don't lie if you're going to leave the box there for Sandy to then go through. Because, yeah, like, like, obviously Sandy's going to look at the pictures. Like, he's like, yeah, baby Seth, he's so cute. Like, let's look at those pictures. But, like, right on top are all the pictures of her and Jimmy. Well, because, like. If you don't want him to look at those pictures, like, like, aren't those pictures that should be, like, in a separate secret box? I mean, I guess it's not that weird. Like, he knows that she had a past with Jimmy, so. No, I just mean, like, if she's going to be, like, sketchy about it, like. Oh, yeah. No, totally. If you're going to be sketchy about it, you need to be better sketchy about it. I don't know. It was very weird to me. Yes. But, like, fine, whatever, I guess. (laughs) She's reminiscing something about Jimmy and breaking up. We don't know what's going mm-hmm. on, but even Sandy's like, mm, something's going on here. Yeah. So then, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> then we have Seth and Ryan. Seth is telling Ryan all about the psychic and like how Summer is clearly freaked out by it. Yeah. And so he's dug into the archives. To show her that, in fact, they were destined to be together. Oh, right. <laughs> With her, I wish I was a mermaid poem. Oh, my God. And then we get another flashback. <laughs> this time, spring 1998. <laughs> um, With little baby Seth. Yes. And little Luke. <laughs> and little Luke, yeah. And he's, like, talking to Luke. And he's so excited about the Matrix coming out. It's yeah. so funny. <laughs> oh, and then little baby Summer goes up to read her poem. And they're yeah. all so freaking <laughs> cute. My favorite part, uh, though, was... <laughs> as it cuts back to, like, now... And, like, oh yeah. Seth is talking the story like Ryan's left and is working, and he was like, "Wait, yeah. man, like my, you know, my flash or like says some sort of comment about like it completely ruined my like flashback moment." Ryan's yeah. just like, eh. <laughs> "So funny." Oh, I just loved because it, it was kind of that like play on like it's not just a flashback; it was actually as if he was telling the story. Yeah, and, like, yeah. It's like Seth telling Ryan. Yeah, I just like when they're like sort of like in on the joke like that. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, so then. Oh my god. Taylor is talking to Julie back at the mansion and like calls her Mrs. Bullet and like congratulates her and then keeps going on about like how excited she must be and like going on about like having sex with Bullet (laughs) like as he's getting old and like really laying it on. (laughs) Yeah. And then Fully says something about Frank. Well, and yeah, like it's just like so awkward because they're like making smoothies and she just makes it too weird and like talking about leave it to leave it to Taylor to make it strange. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, Julie does admit, like, yes, like Frank and I had a thing, but I'm staying with Bullet because it's better for my family, and also she doesn't want it. Oh, this is nice too. She says she doesn't want to do it, do that to Ryan because she's put him through enough. And I was like, yeah. I love the the repairing of the Ryan Julie relationship. Like, I know. Unfortunate that Marissa had to die for it to happen. Yeah. But they've like got each other's backs now. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice. <laughs> oh man. Um. But then, yeah, Taylor ends up saying, like, you know, Ryan's actually worried about you here. Mm-hmm. And Julie's like, what? <laughs> it's cute. Oh my God. <laughs> then in Summer's room, she's watching the news. Oh, she's freaking out because she's on the news. Yeah. Um, <laughs> something about her otters. 
Mm-hmm. And then there's the little news spot about how Justin Timberlake is playing the bait shop, <laughs> which I have so many questions about. To be fair, they do bring this up about it being such a small venue. Yeah, because at that time, like, would that have been his second album out, like, solo album out already? I think so. Which, at that point, it doesn't even matter, because he was in NSYNC long enough that, like... Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying, like, NSYNC long enough, and then, like, second, like, it had, right, 2007? Right. That had to have been second solo JT album, which, I like, at so. that point, like, taking over the world. Right. Like, man. Yeah, this is, like... Yeah, like peak Justin Timberlake. Wild. Yep. Oh yeah, Future Sex Love Sounds 2006. Absolutely, like, man. Yeah. I just remember Justified in 2002 because I was still in university. And it fucking crushed. (laughs) Man. Anyway. Anyway. But yeah, everything's coming true about the psychic (laughs) set. And then, oh my god, this is so funny. So Seth brings out, this is so cute. Yeah. He's like, I have proof that we're destined to be together. And he has framed her mermaid poem in this adorable seashell frame. (laughs) And he's like, this is the moment I knew that we were meant to be. And then she's like, oh, God. Oh, God. (laughs) I didn't write that. (laughs) (laughs) So then we get another flashback. Yes. Where Summer is telling him the story of what actually happened. And it turns out that this poem was actually written by one Taylor Townsend. (laughs) Uh, There's this cute little nerdy thing in glasses. I know. um, Which, so Summer has forgotten to write her poem, basically. Mm -hmm. Um, And she bargains with Taylor for hers in exchange for inviting her to her birthday party. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, that's actually what happened. But then like Summer's freaking out (laughs) (laughs) and she's like, oh my God, what if we're like each other's Jimmy Cooper? I know. (laughs) Yeah. Cause like, and that like, that keeps coming up with Summer, right? Like, yeah. How do you know that it's not, it's the Sandy Cohen and not the Jimmy Cooper? Yeah. She's like, what if you're the, what if we're like the one before the one for each other? Ah. So she's worried. (laughs) She's waiting for Seth to be like, no, 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 it's fine. But he's also like, I don't know anymore, man. Like, what's going on? <laughs> Which I was like, guys, you're putting way too much stock in. Also, also I'm all psychic. That, right? And also the idea of soulmates generally. Which I think <laughs> is bullshit. Um, anyway. I think it's just not relegated to like a significant other in regards to soulmates. Right. It's just a soul. A soul doesn't have to be romantic. Precisely. Also, I think there's you're compatible with more than one person in the world. Otherwise, like... Absolutely. Dude, that's a rip-off. Anyway. Otherwise, then I'm for sure screwed. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Um, So, Julie comes by the restaurant to see Ryan. And they're talking... About the whole Frank situation. Yeah. Um, And she ends up saying something like, you know, I've been with a lot of bad guys and your dad's not one of them. And I'm like, okay. (sighs) (laughs) I don't know what to do here with the redemption of Frank Atwood. Because are we blaming this entirely on his drinking? The fact that he was physically abusive to both his children and his wife? I guess, but, but, but like, how did he end up in prison? Wasn't there also like a robbery and whatnot involved? See, I am more willing to forgive his robbery than oh, yeah, I no, am. No, absolutely. I'm just saying, like, it's not like it's children. just like one thing. Like, it's a whole bunch of bad things. Right. Um, but it yeah, just, like, it all, it's all a little too neat and tidy for me. And in a way where it's not like he talks about going to meetings every day or something, like, it always makes me think of the show, like, Mom, which deals with addiction so well, but also is mm. so hilarious. But, like, they, you know, the one character, like, has been sober for 35 years, but still goes to, like, multiple meetings a week. You know, right. Anna Ferris and, um, what's-her-face, Alison Janney, like, 
they go all the time. And like, and it's just, it's also just part of the conversation a lot because it's such a huge part right. of my life. So I just, I just feel like, I mean, I guess it's also like 2007. So like, people I was going to say, to be stuff. fair, it was 2007 and this is definitely treated better now than it used to be. Um, but at the same time, but it's all just were, like, yeah, like, shouldn't he still at least kind of at least be talking about the program or the steps or something? I don't know. Yeah. And it's also though, just like. How difficult is that for you to wrap your head around as the child of an abusive parent? Well, like, I mean, even if we flash back to, like, pilot episode with his dad not around. That's just it. It wasn't that he his dad was, like, awful and, like, his mom was just amazing and really tried to, like, protect him. You know, like, right. he, just, he didn't have it from either side. So, like, why? Whereas, like, he has gone through it with his mom. Like, we've seen the episodes. We've yeah. seen the change. This is just, like, dude, you were in prison for a large chunk of time, and now all of a sudden you say everything's fine? Like, no. Yeah. Because it took a lot for him to, like, be cool with his mom. Right. So, yeah. Whatever. Anyway. Yeah, and, like, again, because we don't really fully know, but, like, how much time has Julie been spending with him? Right. Since we're approaching Valentine's Day, it's around six weeks because he came around New Year's. Mm-hmm. So even if they were kind of, like, seeing each other behind each other, everyone else's back this whole time. Six weeks? I mean, I suppose it's possible because it did kind of seem like they already had something going, like... Yeah. Right around the time that he cooked her books. <laughs> but just in that way for her to, like, be like, no, give your dad a chance. I don't know. Yeah, I know. I know. Anyway. Whatever. It's enough to convince Ryan, I guess, because... He yeah. agrees to scheme with Taylor. <laughs> that was so funny. To get Julie and Frank together. Yeah. That was so funny. She's like, great, a Valentine's Day plan. Which, of course, Taylor overhears. <laughs> or not Taylor. Caitlin overhears. Yeah. Taylor. Yeah. And this is how then we end up with Team Bullet and Team Frank. <laughs> yes. And then, like, scheming and all plotting ridiculous Valentine's Day yeah. situation. Shenanigans. <laughs> So then, this is so cute. Kirsten brings Seth breakfast in bed. Which apparently is their Valentine's Day tradition. Yeah. <laughs> so adorable. <laughs> oh. Um, yeah, they're really cute. And then, but, uh, don't they kind of have a little, like, Sandy versus Jimmy conversation, too, or something? Yeah, so, because she asks about Summer, because she's like, I hope I didn't, like, freak her out with yeah. everything. Yeah. Um, and that's when he says something about, like, he's worried about, like, what if they're, mm. the whole thing in their past that he thought made them destined to be together was actually based on a lie. Yeah. <laughs> and that's when she's like, look, how long have you been dating? She's like, don't think about when you were, like, idolizing her as a, you know, like, mm -hmm. 12-year-old. Think of all the times in your relationship while you've been dating that yeah. she's shown you that she's the one you want to be with. Yeah. And then he asks her why she and Jimmy broke up. And she's like, doesn't matter. Yeah. And that's when we get a flashback. Right. At the diner. <laughs> Kirsten and Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Where she's all like, I don't think I can do this anymore. Yeah. And he's like trying to talk her out of it. And he knows that it's some, there's something else going on. And then she drops the whole, I got into Berkeley. Yep. And then. Then. We get a scene. Yep. Of Kirsten. In a hallway. Looks very doctory. Sure did. Yep. 
Because it is. It's a women's clinic. Because <laughs> then we see her going into the women's clinic. And you're like, oh, this is what I thought had happened. But And for 2007. Honestly, I was surprised. Well, that's what it like. For 2007, her walking into a women's clinic is secret code for she was pregnant and getting an abortion. Which they do confirm later. I thought that's all we were going to get, if we're being honest. But they still don't actually say it later. No, they don't. They do not say it. They absolutely do not say it. Yeah. It's the, like, we come in, like, mid-conversation where, like, yes. that ha- that part yes. was said and then, like, the reaction. Yeah. Which, I mean, you know, at least they, like, acknowledged it as something. Yes. Honestly, and, I was And so not surprised. in a, like, negative way either. Just yeah. in a, like, like truly just happened. like, whoa. Yeah. I can't believe you did that on, like, network television. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. In 2007. Now I feel like it's much more absolutely talked about but as it should be yes um. <laughs> <laughs> we get summer she's just hanging out with pancakes <laughs> and i guess it's like the housekeeper comes in yeah to say that there's a guy at the door for her and she's like oh no it's george <laughs> Technically, it is George. It is George. But um, I actually can't remember this man's name. I don't um, know if they actually ever said. <laughs> or maybe, maybe they maybe don't. He must have introduced himself, I guess. Right? Yeah. Anyway, his name is not George. Uh, but he works for George. Yes. Which stands for, I, I don't remember. It was really long. It was like global environment, some like organization. Yeah, organization for, for... recycling of global something something. Yeah, it's a really ecological But basically, it's a job for her to help to, like, save the sea otters. Yeah. And she would, like, tour the campuses, like, college campuses and, like, give speeches and stuff. Mm -hmm. So her true love, the environment. Is George. His name's George. Yep. (laughs) So it all works out in the end. Yeah. Um, First, we have Caitlin talking to bullet being like you got to step up your game for valentine's day (laughs) and his his idea is a hot air balloon (laughs) oh yeah he he got like like giant emerald earrings and he's like okay a hot air balloon uh something something like all these stuff it's like oh my god (laughs) yeah um and caitlin's like no 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 nothing less than the most spectacular valentine's day ever so she just really wants him to be her stepdad. Yeah. Well, because like they're at his office, so there's like yeah, there's like a tarmac out the side, and she's like, "Are any of those planes yours?" And he's like, "A yeah. uh, two. <laughs> so it's gonna oh be God. something involving an airplane. Yep. So, <laughs> but then we get Taylor and Ryan <laughs> trying to scheme with Frank. Yeah. And they're they're hitting a wall here, and Taylor's like, "Man, I forgot who I was dealing with." Yeah. Like Atwood's on Valentine's Day. <laughs> so she's trying to like extract some emotion from him well yeah because she said like they're they're clearly gonna play the money card so like we should play the emotion card and she was like oh she's like oh man (laughs) totally forgot who i was dealing with here (laughs) oh too funny yeah so they're trying to figure that out Oh, no, he ends up saying something about, like, he like he's having trouble articulating how he feels for Julie. But then he says, like, I don't know what to say, really, but we're from the same world. A.K.A. Chino and Riverside. Yeah. Going back to the, the trailer parks. Yeah. So then, Style, like that kind of. Taylor's got ideas. Yes. But first. Yeah. Dandy and Kirsten at dinner. Mm-hmm. And he's just the sweetest. I love Sandy Cohen man i would marry sandy cohen oh yeah i just like i realized that when i was watching this as a teenager it was all about like ryan or seth totally mostly ryan for me um but like now that i'm older i'm like sandy cohen like well that's just it right like scrappy kid from brooklyn went to berkeley He's a lawyer, but like a public defender, and like always trying to fight the man, and yeah. just like wants everyone, like will all, like helps everyone, him. no matter what. Like took Ryan in, like 
all the bad stuff that happened where he could have just like all the same just like solid dude right you know there was that there was that moment of questionable yeah crap he, he had a with uh rebecca yep and then the whole hospital thing but still yep but otherwise and technically both of those came from like him trying to do something good for someone technically. yes technically. yeah but yeah, so they have like an awkward dinner. <laughs> yeah, well, and he straight up is like, listen, if there's something bothering you, like, please talk to me. Like, yeah. so then she's like, I want to tell you something I've never told you before. But not here. No, which is fair. Yeah. <laughs> Just like at the yacht club. So this one time. <laughs> <laughs> so the reason Jimmy and I actually broke up, <laughs> which like sidebar, Jimmy doesn't know about this, does he? <laughs> I don't know, because, like, from the bits that we got in the diner, it was just that, like, she said that she got into Berkeley and wanted to go there, and, like, they yeah. didn't... Yeah. That's, that's what I think. That's what I think, because... Right? I think she never told him. I think if she had ever told him, like, that would have tainted everything we've known up until this point. Right? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Anyway. Um... Before that revelation happens, mm-hmm. um, Caitlin intercepts Julie arriving at the yacht club because she's like, your plans have changed. And oh my God, she's wearing a t-shirt <laughs> that says Team Bullet. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but while that is happening, Ryan shows up. Yes. And it's like, uh, can I just talk to you for a minute? Like, just want to talk to you for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> and oh my God, Caitlin's so funny. She's like, how did you find me? And he says that Taylor activated the GPS on her phone because of course she did. (laughs) So Ryan tries to get her to go with him and she says no. So he's like, okay, I understand. Like limo pulls up, she gets in the limo (laughs) and we see that Taylor is driving this limo (laughs) with her hair all tucked up under the driver's cap. (laughs) Yeah. She does kind of one of those. No problem, Mrs. Cooper. Like, blah, blah, blah. Right? <laughs> with a, like, weird accent. <laughs> it's so funny. So that limo drives away. And Caitlin's all, like, satisfied with herself. Yeah. Until another limo pulls up immediately afterwards. <laughs> She's like, wait a minute. Uh-huh. <sighs> so we have a car chase of yeah. Julie with Taylor in a limo, Caitlin in the other limo following them, and then Ryan in his Jeep following yeah. Caitlin in her limo. <laughs> yeah. So the limo ends up stopping. The limo with Julie in it ends yes. up stopping at this decked out hot dog stand. Yes. Um, and at first she's like, um, I think we're in the wrong place. Like, <laughs> what's going on? And that's when Dale turns around and is like, haha, it's me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Frank's there. He has a ring because everyone just wants to get married immediately on this show. Except also he calls it a promise ring because I guess they're 16. Yeah. yeah. Like, I hate to break it to you, but a promise ring when you're adults is just an engagement ring. Right? Yeah. That's just, that's just, that's telling me that it's just, we're engaged, but you're going to get me a better ring in the future. Right? <laughs> that was my what, understanding also. That's what it says to me. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Julie's very like, oh, I don't know what to do. Everyone else arrives. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. yeah and Caitlin like it's just like telling her the bullet's waiting for her yeah and yeah so Julie goes with her well, cause yeah she says uh, sorry space for a second I don't know if you said but like she says to um like the one daughter left thing and then oh yeah yeah that's right I did not say that oh, okay um yeah I fully just like <laughs> my brain I understand. stopped for a second absolutely um, understand but that. yeah so like because Caitlin comes and then she says to Frank, like, yeah, like, basically saying, like, yes, I would, I, like, I want to pick you, but I only have one daughter left, and she, and she's picked Bullet. Yeah. So. Because, yeah, she yeah. said, what did she say? She said, she loves Bullet, even if I don't. Ugh. Which, like, yeah. Julie. I know. Don't do that. I know. Also, that is a recipe for resentment. Like, 
Oh, yeah. Don't do that, kids. Mm-hmm. I know. Anyway. I know. Flip back to Kirsten and Sandy. Mm-hmm. Kirsten's now told him everything. Yeah. Um, again, like we said, they don't say it. <laughs> <laughs> no. But we know. The conversation has happened. He knows what's happened. Um, they have another flashback. Yes. This time with Sandy and Kirsten at Berkeley. Yes. It's so cute. <laughs> also, I just love this actor. So I know. It was... Um, <laughs> So, yeah, they're, like, having a little conversation. He's, um, I guess, clearly, like, you know, campaigning for whoever that's the Democratic campaigning. I couldn't think of the word. Yeah, I was, like, canvassing? That's not right. Well, that's, that's maybe, I guess he kind of, yeah, I don't know. Would the candidates campaign and he would canvass? just, like, whatever. wasn't quite canvassing. Like, yeah. But, yeah, same neighborhood. Campaigning like, for the the democratic party obviously yeah. and they have like a cute little like what are you republican and she's like yes and it's like oh like you know you get that from your parents yeah did you and catch like... it from your parents i hear it's genetic <laughs> oh young sandy yes <laughs> so yeah he ends up giving her like a button mm-hmm. um and invites her for coffee yeah yeah but she agrees too. It's really cute. Mm-hmm. And then she gives Sandy in in real time, in not flashback yeah. time. Yes. Um, this Mondale and Ferrero button. Yeah. From back in the day. She'd kept it the whole time. Yep. Who? Which I totally meant to look them up. Um, <laughs> like. To understand like, what was going on in U.S. politics at the time. Yeah, I, I don't know what was happening, know. but, like, Mondale, I definitely remember. Or, like, not that I remember, like, as it happening, but, like, as a name, like, of that being, like, okay. a thing. Or, like, him being a candidate at the very least. Because right. he, yeah, he was definitely president for, like, a few years, I think, just before I came into existence, I think. Oh, Right, so that 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 timing would track like for him to be yes um, nominated and then or like be elected for those because they always do like the four year chunks. So then like because realistically, like timing wise, like Seth was just like a scotch younger than me. So like yeah, that all kind of yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because how old? When? How old is like? Well, they graduated. When was Seth supposed to have been born is really the question I'm attempting to ask here. I think like 88-ish because they graduated in 2006. Okay. So that would be 18. Yes, that makes sense. That and tracks. The, because... the flashback in this episode was 1998 and he, he had said like 10 or 11. Okay. That fully makes sense too if, they, if that's when they graduated because I was an 87 baby who graduated high school in 2005 yeah yeah so that so that tracks yeah. right so like if yeah walter mondale was like they were campaigning like that would have been like you know late 70s or some early whatever right so then like Sandy and kirsten would have been because they were still in school so that in theory was first year so like four years later and then they get married and have set right like that all the time yeah kind of works He served as 42nd Vice President of the United States from 77 to 81 under Jimmy Carter. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then was the Democratic Party's nominee in the 1984 presidential election, where he okay, lost yeah, so then... to incumbent Ronald Reagan. Okay, yeah. So then, it, like, that would have been 84. So then, like, then they had their four years of school and, like, got married and had Seth right away, which I think is yeah. what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Now that we've figured out the timeline of U.S. politics. Yes. <laughs> um, anyway, it was really cute. It's a really cute little moment. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Seth. Seth comes by to see Summer. Yeah. And be like, listen, I put too much stock into that poem. Like, 
<laughs> We've been dating for, I can't remember how long he says. Yeah, like 953 uh, days or something. Yeah, for a really long time. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's like 950 something. And I've counted and I included the Zach era because. <laughs> that was great. I love that. <laughs> um. Oh, but it's really cute because he's like, I love who you've become. And like, yeah. You know, they've grown together and it's cute and I like it. Yeah, I know. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, I met George. And he's like, I'll kick his ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh... <laughs> but no, she tells him about the job mm-hmm. um, where she would be um, like touring the college campuses. Um, so she might not see him as much. Yeah, because she says she's like, she would have to defer Brown for a year. Yeah. And then, because, like, 2007 would have been the election yes, um, for Obama. So, like, her touring the campuses with the environmental side of things was kind mm-hmm. of part of that, of, like, pushing that yeah. agenda. Yeah. Oh, the bright years of hope <laughs> yeah. in American politics. And she says something about, like, you know, Seth is, or, like, George is not her, or, like, it's not her only destiny. So, like, Seth yes. and And she George. doesn't think she has to choose between yeah. Seth and George. Mm-hmm. And then she gives him the the epic couples through time collage. And what he's is... like, are we on here? And she's like, I'm hoping someday we can go in the middle. And she's left, like, a little... Yeah. Cute little space in the middle with a heart. I know. So cute. <laughs> Oh, no. Yeah. So back to Caitlin and Julie in the limo. And Caitlin's like all excited. She's like, do you want to know what his surprise is? Like, he's going to take you anywhere in the world that you want to go. Like, isn't that awesome? Yeah. How exciting is this? And Julie is so just sad. Like, so emo. Just like, yep. Yeah. That's great. Mm -hmm. And then Caitlin's like, ugh. (laughs) Yeah. So they get so, to the airport. Yeah. But it's just Caitlin there. Yeah. And she's like, he's all like, where's your mom? And she's like, mm, she's not what going. if instead of my stepdad, you, yeah. we were just friends oh. and we still play ping pong together. Yeah. <laughs> also, they, they set up this shot perfectly <laughs> when they're walking away. Because before he even says, have you ever seen Casablanca? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is the Casablanca shot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it's really cute. Because then I think, does he say the line? Like, Peanut, I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. he's like, I don't know if you've ever heard this before, but yeah. It's really cute. Yeah. Um. But yeah, before he even said that, I was like, oh, this looks exactly like the Castle Planka scene. <laughs> Turns out that was deliberate. Yes. <laughs> um, and then what? Then what? Oh, then we get uh, Ryan and Taylor and Frank all sitting at the picnic table eating yeah. ice cream. Um, Ryan says he's sorry things didn't work out with Julie, but Frank's just happy to be hanging with Ryan because yeah. he didn't think he'd ever really get to do that again. Mm-hmm. So, like, here's the thing is, like, I kn- they're manipulating me, this show. Because I do like Frank. I just have such a hard time getting past, like, the entire history of this man. Yeah. Um, basically, that is a conversation that a friend and I have had in regards to a similar esque person a lot. And it's just like, no. Now, Frank seems to have put in more work than this other person, but okay, not in a way where, like, at this point, that Ryan could know that. Right. They haven't. They had that one conversation, like, out by the car when Sandy had punched him, and Ryan was like, "I need time." And yeah. basically, he has not seen or talked to him since. Right. So at this point, they need to like have like months of conversation. 
Yes. Because if you just presented me with Frank this way without his backstory, mm-hmm. I'm all for this. Yeah. But like, I know, you know, yep. Anyway, the limo shows up. Yeah. It's Julie. Yeah. See, this is what I mean. Like this is, <laughs> this is all very cute for me. Yeah. Her and well, Frank. Well, and especially because it's like Julie, like choosing love over money yeah. and like being excited for a, a corn dog for her instead of like, you know, trip around the world, like yeah, embracing her riverside. Her yes. riverside side. Yeah. So yeah, they have a cute little thing and then like Taylor and Ryan still have the limo. So then like yeah. they decide to go for like a walk on the beach and have their little romantic thing. And it just ends yeah. all like cute romantic and it's just barf. It does. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there is a little bit of that, but, <laughs> but also it was, it was cute. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Just this one. This is what I mean. Like, I fine. You want to redeem Frank Atwood? Fine. But it all just happens so quickly. Yeah. And with very little, like, with no one being like, like too easily. Oh, hey guys, remember when? Um, yeah. Remember when this man physically abused his family and was in jail for? Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. The whole, like I said, the whole being in prison for whatever. I can get past that. Well, yeah, because there's lots even... of people are in prison for stupid reasons. Yeah. So, like, who knows? Yeah, like Bullet was in prison. That's how he he and Frank met. Like, it's right. There's different different reasons to go to jail, and a lot of people do like you know change or whatever. Yeah, but it's just we we just don't know that. We haven't seen that. I need to see more evidence of that. Yeah. So, yeah, that's where we are with. That. And because he came in with a lie. Yes. <laughs> like. Right. Like he's not doing a very good job here. Not even like a little lie. Like a huge massive a huge, lie. Uh, I, I am dying lie. And actually lie. I'm not. Like for all the people out there with cancer, like that's not okay. Yeah. Anyway. So like, you know, yeah. I just, I just don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But that's our episode. That's it. I know. Man. And we only have three left. And I'm like, what? I, I don't. I don't know what's gonna happen. <laughs> Except that I was looking ahead a little bit at episode <laughs> description, and yeah, like apparently there's an earthquake at some point. Yeah, there definitely is. Damn, we're just like turning this into an episode of Grey's Anatomy or something. I definitely thought that that was like the end, end, but it's not. <laughs> it's the next episode. <laughs> well, the next episode is called the shakeup. So. Yeah. Um, I mean, to be like, we're in Southern California. Like, we've been there for four years. It's oh, probably yeah, yeah, about no, time for, for an earthquake. Sure. So, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, They're very close to a fault line. Yeah. I think you can drive to it. Yeah. Um, I don't think we had anybody new really in this episode that I clocked. Yes. Anyway. Well, okay. Well, just the flashback people. Oh, yeah. Were they? So, anybody? we have Max Greenfield oh, as right. Young Sandy. Yes. Um, who I'm sure people know from New Girl. Yes. He's uh, Schmidt. The rest of the people didn't really, um, like, they don't seem to be in a lot of other things. Yeah. However, Young Taylor is played by Bella Thorne. See, that's one of those names that I hear all the time, so I yes. know that it's a name, but I actually have... You know how, like, so many people now are, like, famous for reasons unknown? I just put her in that bunch because I don't know who she is. You're correct, so I had to do some internet sleuthing because I also was like, why do I know the name Bella Thorne and why is this, like, significant? So apparently there was a whole thing with her – okay, well, first of all, I guess she's acting in a bunch of stuff. But also she did some, like – she had her, like, directorial debut with Pornhub. And then there was a whole thing with her on OnlyFans – where oh. she was charging some insane amount of money. Um, first of all, for pictures that she said were nudes, even though she was actually in her lingerie. So then they implemented all these other restrictions around like some other stuff and actual sex workers were really mad um, about this whole thing. Oh. Yes. And this was recent. This I think was like 2020. Like it was last year. 
Oh, that's so wild. Yes. Oh my gosh, she had yes. a music career? What? This is what I mean. So this is hilarious to me. I'm like, I cannot believe that little baby Taylor was played by Bella Thorne <laughs> before Bella Thorne was anybody. Like, huh. that is the wildest random appearance in this entire series. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, even more so than uh, Jeffrey doing Morgan showing up randomly is... <laughs> random chris brown number two yeah or chris brown i mean that one's also pretty wild i'm not gonna lie <laughs> but the bella thorne one just really got me mostly because again like same as you i was just like i know this name and i don't know why yeah um but yeah crazy whole scandal with only fans man wild, wild, wild. but apparently she made like a million dollars within oh my god i don't even know a very <laughs> short period of time like a week i want to say oh my god on only fans yeah crazy which I think since then, haven't they banned not safe for work content, like sexual content? That Which in that did, case, they did, but it lasted like, like a, not even a week because everyone's like, that's the whole point of OnlyFans. Okay, I wasn't sure if they actually implemented it because I was like, what else are people using this for? Yeah, no, like it was definitely a thing because they talked about it on all the like late night shows. But then, like, I'm pretty sure okay. since then have like reeled it back. I don't know. Okay, because I I didn't pay. I wasn't like paying close enough attention yeah. to what ended up happening with that yeah. <laughs> but yeah that tracks yeah. anyway there was a lot of like pretty solid california pans yes lots of seeing the coastline yeah. and the shore and whatnot yeah um did you have a most annoying i actually didn't yeah me neither like there was nobody that was particularly annoying in this episode and, like, not annoying for, like, those kinds of reasons, right? Like, okay, sure. Like, right. Caitlin and Bullet were trying to do stuff and, like, oh, the... yeah. But, like, fully just out of, like, genuine caring and whatever, right? Like... And that's the thing is, like, I feel like everybody's any annoying things that anybody did in this episode, yeah. the motivation behind it was good enough that yeah, it wasn't I coming find from it overly place. annoying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you have a So song? maybe the only annoying person was in the flashback where the. <laughs> when they're at the sweater sweatshirt party and Taryn, yes. young Taryn is just like an absolute Newport snob to Kirsten. Yeah. Like maybe she gets it. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. <laughs> um, did you have a song of the episode? I honestly didn't. Yeah. The only time that like songs kind of stood out were near the end. And like one of them was a Midway State song. So I was like, okay, sure. That's like, yeah. One. I think Sandy and Kirsten were talking, maybe. Or right at the end, when Julie and Frank were together. I think that's what it mm-hmm. was. Um, did you have a favorite Sethism? Um, I just liked when the exchange she has with Kirsten, when she brings him bre- breakfast in bed, and she says something about, like, I'm sorry, I've been, like, kind of babying you lately. I'm just yeah. feeling motherly. And he says, well, I've been feeling sulky, so we're a good match. <laughs> and I just thought that was really cute. So yeah. Did you have one? Um, well, I had when he was talking with Summer and, like, realizing that, like, Taylor had written the poem. Um, and he's just like, you know, what are we, what like, what are we saying here? Like, because Taylor wrote the poem, then that means she's my Sandy Cohen? <laughs> because as delicious a twist that, as that would be, it's not going to happen. <laughs> and I just liked it because the, like, as delicious of a twist as that would be. <laughs> yeah, that's great. I love that one, too. Oh, man. Uh, and then, yeah. We we get the shakes next week. Ah, yeah. Episode 14. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's so crazy. Absolutely. <laughs> cannot believe we're already there. I know. Um, so, yeah. We'll see you next week, and we're going to find out what happens. Oh, my God. Ah. <laughs> we'll see you then. Bye.